If you see uh, D and PJ at the Bad Bunny concert shaking their ass, no, you didn't. You yes, you did. Absolutely did see us. You absolutely and saw you're me. You're gonna see it on the ground, baby. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. I, I just, Priscilla A looked at me all kinds of crazy. Um, I'm introducing my friend over here to my right. Go ahead. Hi, guys. It's Denise. Como están? We're back at it. And then it's uh, P. Hi. Priscilla A, who likes to look at me all kinds of crazy because she was thinking about a song. What's on yeah. the Yeah. Okay. I think it was Neo, Slow Songs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she thinks the oh. countdown timer sounds like the beginning of what is it lost neo yeah i know neo but it's what's it? no, i'm so sick of love i'm songs. so sick of love songs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways the counter maybe we can show it to people but um this is the unhinged behavior podcast a podcast about pop culture relationship and everything in between today we are going to focus on more of the relationship content we have quite a few discussions that we want to have mainly just to kind of see and gauge where our listeners are at and kind of see where we stand with you guys, yeah. I guess. Um, all just to have good conversation. I think that's really And it. I feel like the com- the feedback that we've been getting is that you guys want to know more about the tea of us than pop culture. And I'm willing to share. Yeah, like you want to know more about the relationship advice and... and friendship advice all of that mm-hmm. good stuff so we're gonna give you what you want that's all to say because um, we love it we have some and also right now yeah, yeah. We're, we're drinking we are ready too the pop culture this week is nothing more than just more olivia wilde drama yeah. is it me or is the pop culture drama not hitting the same way that it used to hit in the early 2000s it's not wait until keeping up with the kardashians starts maybe i'll uh, have don't more even to get say. me started with the kardashians and kanye west and there was kanye west drama this week but but it's honestly, why give attention i'm sick of it I'm not give attention to I'm sorry more. if you're a Kanye West fan and you're listening to this all I can say is I'm sorry that's it I'm sorry that you're a Kanye West <laughs> fan exactly um how was everybody's weekend we are recording this on Labor Day so it is a holiday weekend we I had a great weekend and I spent it mostly with you all so oh my goodness can I just start talking about this weekend we went to the UTSA versus uh U of H game and it was my first football game ever in life I know super weird I did go to UTSA um but I never actually participated in the activities of being in college right but my friend my friend Matt and his fiance Talis who my very best friends took me and Matt is a U of H alumni. I know, boo, right? But he How dare he. <laughs> he played me and he got he put me on the U of H side. So I'm in the middle of U of H the entire game. And it's a crazy game. Don't look at me like that. It was not my fault. Hold on. I just gotta call you out on this because you showed up wearing red. I wasn't wearing red. I was wearing black and she was jeans. wearing black. What are you bro? talking about? I have bro? pictures. We, you were in. You pictures. were wearing black. She the was whole wearing thing. black. Yes. I could have sworn you were wearing red. No, my maybe, friends were wearing red. Maybe was your eye eye eyeshadow orange. red? It was orange. It was orange. First it was of all, people were there fighting. It was me. red orange. No, it was orange yeah, and it was sparkly. I think you should have put more UTSA gear. Made it. I don't no. have any UTSA gear. Sorry, not sorry. 
You're Anyways, we and saw- don't even come for me. I was talking about my experience. This is my experience. <laughs> Thank you. Anyways, moving on about me, PJ. Um, it was a great time. I uh, shout out to Talis and I for taking me. Um, these haters over here. I did talk to you guys. I did go to tailgate with you guys and. I don't want to hear it. It was a great fucking game. It was a crazy game. They went into overtime like three times. One of Triple you left in the middle of it. I'm not going to say It was me. Names. Listen, I... Two of you left, actually. Made the... I was the only one that stayed in them. And executive decision, like, ever. we should leave early before it gets crazy, right? Because and I thought we were going to lose. I thought we were going to lose. I'm sorry. I did. And, you know, just to say, I don't do this for Spurs games. I always stay till the last minute. But I didn't for this UTSA game. And it was a crazy triple But when we left, when we left, we found a tailgate that had a TV and we were watching it with But watching it on TV was not the same as being there But being with the crowd and they let me eat their chips. We had a little bit of camaraderie, yeah. And they let me eat their Starburst, like... (laughs) They were very nice people and it started raining and they let us hang out there until our Uber picked us up. Nice. So it was all right. It was all right. Well, I just wanted to give a shout out to them for taking me. And Talis is a UTSA fan. They were they were against each other the entire time. It was great because um, she went to UTSA as well. So it was a great time. Like I said, I don't know a damn thing about football, but I was vibing off tequila and the vibes the entire time. That's all I wanted to say about my weekend. Um, shout out to Ryan who had a really hard time at the UTSA game after. You guys left? Uh, yeah, after we <laughs> left, he had a, a very, very hard time. So Yeah, he did. Um, Priscilla is very fine. sorry for having us all leave earlier. Yeah, I mean... And she even lost her powder. Okay, I lost what was my the issue powder. with the powder? Babe, we can buy you a new one. I it, bought yeah. a new one. I and bought then, a new one. You could go to Walgreens. It's easy to get and plus that powder. It was the principle, it was like the principle of, of the situation. I gave my powder to Ryan to use for a mirror because he wanted to check himself out, right? And then he so said... So it's Ryan's fault. It is. <laughs> No, in Ryan's defense, he did say he handed it to Brenda. Oh. So shout out to Brenda. Don't come Brenda, my wife. I don't know who it was, but one of those motherfuckers lost my powder. And then I text Blondie, and Blondie felt my pain. She said, someone help her out. And nobody helped me out. I was oily the rest of the day. You know you what? You were fine. You, you were glistening. All right, let's change the narrative. Nah, I was oily. You were glistening. <laughs> All right, I tried to help. Um, all right. Well, I, I think it was a great Labor Day weekend. It was so, fun, though. Um, we do have some some content here that we wanted to share just based off of some of the conversations that we've had um, in our last episode. We asked a question. We asked a couple questions. So this will kind of lead us in. But the first one is, was, what do you think Priscilla's screen time is? <laughs> Can you kind of just let us know why you think your screen time is bad? I looked it up. Okay, I looked at my screen time, and I do watch a lot of shows on my phone. TV. TV. Netflix. Netflix. Hulu. Yeah. Like, if I'm doing porn. some cardio, and it's, like, really not that Did bad. Did you say porn? <laughs> Come on. Cardio and stuff, I'll watch it on my phone. But I think, like, three weeks ago, I saw it was at 13... 13 hours? 13 hours. Stop. A day? And you know how it was 10 hours on social media. Uh-huh. 13 hours a day but is my entire shift. Thought, I would have thought that your hours a day would be because of your job, your career. I like am you're searching constantly for content. on social media because I'm always trying to find a story. 
Right. That's what I do. I try to find stories on social media if I'm not out and about in the community. And that that's probably why my screen time is so high. But I can't only say it's because of my job. It's also because I am... I love social media. Yeah. So. I mean, honestly, when I had a job, I, I still... Oh my God. My... <laughs> not returning the conversation to myself again. Can we just talk about this? Okay. So we did. Um, my screen time was like at six, six hours So the correct answer for those who correctly answered, it is eight hours average. Yeah. Can you guys guess my average? Three. No, last episode you did say that you're watching, you're doing a lot of um, books. Well, my um, average is three hours and 44 minutes. I oh saw it man, today. <laughs> you're so good. That's really good. That's honestly, I aspire to be you. I was surprised it was that low. I don't know. I feel like I'm on my phone a lot more than that, but maybe I just think I am, but yeah. I'm not. So not shout right. out to the people who got it right. So I'm going to read out the names. Just a quick shout out to you all and engaging with us and kind of entertaining this. Uh, Tristan, Danielle, Sue, Jessica, Allie. Not including me and you because we knew the we right answer. So we, yeah. thank you we voted for, anyway. for um, participating in that. Sue and T both said. They guessed right. <laughs> yeah, they guessed right. They know you. They know me. Yeah, they could read you like a book. Can I just say the person who said 10 hours? I'm not crazy. Well, you just said <laughs> it mean, one day you was had 13. One day that was 13. That was a long time ago. That was like three weeks ago. That's not a long time ago. Rebecca and I Brian. I feel like your time frame, um, your concept of time is very off. So no, for sure. Yeah, well, you said six months is recent. It's not. Six months is recent to me. It's six not. months is recent to me too. To me. Stuff that happened. Uh, stuff that happened. Stuff that happened ago. in this year is recent. Yeah, <laughs> agreed okay. with that. If the it n- was last year, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know her. New month, new everything. I'm sorry. I, I hold on to grudges. If you so. hear anything, it's a oh, chair. This chair is squeaky, and it's not me. It's chair. And they get some. What is it? WD-40? Now you guys coming for my bar stools. I just fucking put those <laughs> Look, together. Priscilla. Jesus Christ. What is Can this? you be some a little kinder? <laughs> okay. You can switch it out. There's another one in the other room. No, she's going to deal with it. Okay, everybody. Next question. So this, is, this was a big one. So we kind of talked about it. I feel like everybody has an opinion about this one. But Ugh. dating in the friend group. What did we say? So... I'll just kind of start off what the people, the people said. Yes. The people have spoken. They did speak. Um, our friends or our following and our listeners have said, 78% of the responders said that it was too messy. And, and there were a couple of people that said that they're fine with it. So, you know, to each their own. I don't know. Let's go ahead. Let's start this conversation. Dating in the friend group. Experiences. Thoughts stories okay personally dating in the friend group for me me personally is a no um just because i do think it's too messy and i do think that i have this rule where it's like i don't want to like i value my friendship so much and even if like it's a new friend group or just i'm introduced to new people i don't want to cross that line because i just don't want to make anybody uncomfortable um and i feel like that that's why it's a no for me but if i had you know, one of my girlfriends or one of my guy friends wanting to date somebody in the friend group, <laughs> I would be like, yeah, dude, go for it. If you want to. Um, but me personally, as a person, I would not do it. I try to not, like, I try to stay away from that. Um, just because it's just, it's, it can get messy. And then 
then it's just awkward and I hate awkwardness. Um, I can, I can take awkwardness really well, but not when I'm like around my friends and I don't, and I, I mean, come on, let's be real. They're going to know you're never, it's never going to be just the two of you keeping it a secret. Um, it's not like a friends episode, right? <laughs> Where they keep it a secret, Monica and Chandler, Fucking but love that. yes, no, you're, they're going to know. Um, so I personally wouldn't do it, but if, you know, my friends want to do it or whatever, and they're going to be okay with it, like as far as like if shit doesn't work out, Mm -hmm. um, then yeah, I wouldn't make it awkward for them. Yeah. But I can't, I can't cross that line. So you're saying that if your friends in your friend group, two of them started dating, you wouldn't have an opinion about it. No, you wouldn't be judgy about it. No, but I would also expect them to understand that we're not taking sides here. Yeah, so okay? it's it's a, a little bit of a bigger deal when two friends yes. in the friend group start dating because now the friend group's a little at risk, right? Right. It gets a little Which shaky. is what I don't want, and I hope that they would understand that I would never take sides. Um, and if you want to vent to me about the, the other doing something or another, that's fine. Um, but as far as you know, them expecting mm-hmm. me to take a side, then that's when I have an issue. Yeah. Because it's not my, you guys are adults. You guys know what the fuck you're doing. Um, if you don't know what the fuck you're doing, that's fine. But don't involve me in that because I value the both of you equally. Yeah. What if it was just like an impulsive decision? We're not going anywhere with it. It was just like well, a then thing. Well, fuck it. Because you're not actually dating, just like that. Right. If you hooked up and it's not awkward and you, that's what you did and you want to move on, I'm not going to bring it up. And I'm pretty sure none of our other friends are going to bring it up because that's just how we are. We don't talk about things that you all don't want us to talk about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you guys just hook up and it's it's done, it was a one-time thing or a few-time thing or whatever, um, then fuck it. I mean, I don't have an opinion on that. It's not my life. I wouldn't do it just because like have you ever dated in the friend group? No. No, I've been brought into a friend group of somebody I already dated. I was dating at the time, yeah. and I kept them. I kept the friends I went, just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, I do kind of, yes. I do know what you're so, talking about. So, um, you know, and it's great. That's awesome. But no, I've never actually been introduced to a friend group or gone into a friend group where um, I start dating or hooking up yeah. with somebody um, be- and that I just know of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's great, though, like how you said that you were dating somebody, you were the the girlfriend, and you came into the friend group. Like, that is the ideal situation. Like, when you're dating somebody, you want to be confident that you can bring that person that you have fallen for into your friend group seamlessly. I think that's the ideal situation that anybody would want. Right. Dating within the friend group, you already know that they fit. You already know that you have people. And I think that's why folks do it, because, like your friends and then you your friends first and then maybe like something it became romantic yeah something mm-hmm. might have clicked and it became romantic and i, mean, I think just, that's why it happens mm-hmm. but ideally the situation would be like i found somebody however it might have been exactly in, in what you just described that you were brought into the friend group and you clicked right and it worked but i like again saying going back to what you said i understand why you would fall for somebody in your friend group because you're with them so much and you just see who they are and if you're they're in your friend group i'm assuming you um have values that are similar and you just have so much fun together and so i would understand why somebody would fall for somebody in the friend group or even hook up you know a lot of drinking a lot of you know just in general um, so that's why I don't knock it on anybody who does it. Yeah. I just have found myself kind of about to cross the line, but stopping myself. Um, only because 
I would only cross that line if I knew, like, not he's the one, but this could lead to something, you know? And if I don't know them enough, then I don't know enough to make that decision. It takes a lot for me to even think about that. So that's why I just kind of stay in my lane and just have fun with, you know, my friends. So, but yeah, I mean, that's why I don't knock on anybody who does it because I could understand how, because that's what the relationships that start as friendships are the, are the best. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. I, I definitely know. agree with that. Priscilla, I don't know. You're being kind of quiet over there. What's, what's, what's going brewing on? over there? What are your thoughts? My thoughts are... Uh, <laughs> they're a little messy. <laughs> She's like... We're all a little messy. I would do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> I, I don't ever want to date in the friend group. That's not something I intend or something that I want. I think I will... Um, agree with a lot that Denise said when she said like she won't she doesn't want to make anybody awkward yeah which is what I agree with yeah I don't want to mm-hmm. make anybody awkward but I will <laughs> I remember being so judgy when PJ did it <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh, my goodness oh my now god you calling me out and then I'm remembering that my ex I dated in the friend group my ex. Your Bill Miller friend group, right? My Bill Miller friend group. I dated. Explain that. Can you? Because I don't understand. I think I'll name him. Is. I guess I'll name him. Give him a name. I don't know. I jobless. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I said IKEA. Jobless. Um, I'm give dead. him like a generic name, like Bob. Bob. We'll give him Bob. Bob. His name is Bob. Mm-hmm. Um, He's a bobblehead. We were friends at first for about two years, and then I dated in that friend group. Yeah. Why? <laughs> because you were friends for two years and you, you guys were you friends. Felt for you each were besties, other, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Were you ever so close to him? Like, would you say when you were in the friendship, were you? Did you call him your best friend, or did you just call him a no, friend? No, I don't think I ever called him my best friend, but I called him a good friend. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Because I feel like once you go into best friend territory, there's just some we boundaries did hang out there. a ton. We were always together and. Um, he helped me a lot through uh, things that I was going through as a friend. And so, yeah, that was initially where it started. Yeah. And then we passed that line of, okay, now we're hooking up. And then now we are in a relationship. Yeah. So I have another question, I mm-hmm. guess, for you specifically, P. And then, you know, we can kind of all answer this. But I kind of touched on this last episode where I don't, like or I don't want ingenuine people in my life and do you think he was just hanging out with you and he was quote-unquote being your friend because he wanted you no I don't think so I think he was genuinely trying to be my friend yeah so and you said you were friends for two years before anything ever happened yeah and then it just passed that line and it was history after that which we'll get to yeah yeah and then again um, after that relationship, I hooked up in the friend group. Ugh, I know I'm a I'm a joke, but Priscilla, no, nobody's a joke. No, you just love. But that was a very um, it was a very like nothing hookup. Like it didn't mean anything. You know what yeah. I mean? And it was only like, like twice. Oh, twice, Priscilla. <laughs> they were both 
<laughs> drunken nights <laughs> which okay. is what i go back to with the whole we spend so much time together we we have these drunken nights and not that saying our drunken nights are messy they can be but not in that extent to where everybody's like our friend group isn't like that any of the ones we're in um where you just uh, like gravitate towards each other and start hooking up like, yeah no 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 yeah we, we take care of each other we make sure we get home safe etc cetera, etc cetera. but like i feel like sometimes you know it's hard not to be vulnerable with your best friends and your good friends that you're around with so much especially when alcohol brings out a lot of emotions and vulnerabilities and things like that so that's why i say i understand it but i, I don't want it. to i you, don't think others i don't think it is the morally right i don't think you should do it i as an experience i don't think it's right it gets messy like dating in the friend group in my experience as priscilla has already called me out and said, we all know that <laughs> i have done it uh sorry i was uh, i just said i wanted to try and be mysterious and you're over here laying my cards on the table nothing is off tables in the pod because you guys revealed my screen time <laughs> you brought that up okay so touche it, it is messy it is messy and do i recommend it no does it happen yes yes so the people that you're around have to accept it if that's the decision that you have made. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But you, but like D, what you said is perfect. Like you have to protect your friends. Like there is a foundation there. There is um, a connection there and you have to be intentional about it. And I think I would say that when I have dated in the friend group, it was very intentional. I will say that. Yep. So it was I was very intentional. So hold on. Let me just tell y'all my story with dating in the friend group because I do have like, I do have a little bit of a reasoning as to why I did it. And it's not what you would think. Because you wanted Is to make it? your own mistakes? No. Okay, look. Here's Is what happened. because you didn't want to listen so, to us? It was... That was partly it. Let me paint the picture. It was 2016. Picasso. Sicily. I had just graduated from UT Austin. And I had lived in Austin for the past four years. And I moved back to San Antonio. And I, I will say, I have not always loved San Antonio. That's why I haven't lived here a lot. Um, so when I moved to San Antonio, I was like, man, everybody's caked up in the city. Why is everybody always trying to get married and shit? We were both in relationships and so at I this came time. Back, I came back and I was like, who am I going to hit up? DP, best people in the world. You guys were always hanging out and doing relationship things. You guys would go and have little relationship no, dates. And remember, I'm like, okay, we I'm would go out. and watch UFC fights and Hooters. First okay, of all, I love UFC. Don't even knock on my okay. UFC. But I, yes, we would all hang out as a group. And yes, we were all in a relationship. So I get it. I get so it. So I was I get the person it. out. You know, I've always been the perpetually but single friend. I would like to think we would never let you, made you feel like the yeah, six Yeah, I weeks. don't think we did that. Did we? I think y'all did. Oh, I think that shit. was just a you thing. Well, hello. <gasps> don't, I'm sorry. Don't, I don't want to knock, knock on my emotions. I'm not going to knock on your emotions. and my emotions. So I did yes, feel ma'am. like so, I understand. So I was like, how am I going to get into this friend group? I know. I'm going to date someone <laughs> in the friend group. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, but see, her reasoning is it. So, so there was one person that was single was messy. And then so there was this one guy who, every single time you guys invited me to the parties and stuff, he'd always come and talk to me and make me feel nice. And then you guys were like, Pete, don't date him, don't do it. Just don't. We, we know him. We're his friend. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to do it. Sometimes I need to make my own mistakes. Literally. Verbatim, she said that to she us. She said that to us. Um, and it didn't work out. So I should have listened to you. Sometimes, you know. But sometimes you have to make your own mistakes. You know what? Does we don't have the time to be repeating the mistakes that other people have already made. So At just this point in us. life, 
Did I you just take my line? I did take your oh line. Oh my god, she at just this took point, my line. At this point, I don't want to repeat the same mistakes. So, take it from us, from the Unhinged Behavior Girls. You do not have time to make every single mistake in your life. So you need to listen to people that you actually trust and, you know, trust their judgment. You trust them with your life. So why don't you trust them with that little piece of guidance? That so you may not have asked for, but you know they said it because they mean it. You know, so, bottom line, we're saying that it's messy. When is the situation that it it's okay? Like, it, it'll be accepted. I think, like I said, the situation where it would be accepted is if it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, oh, man, that was bound to happen. Look at them. Oh, They're okay. Perfect. So, you yeah. kind of knew. You In know? the friend group, everyone knew. They have chemistry. They, they should be together, but they, yeah. they aren't. And, and, you know, and it should be a thing. Okay. Um, but they're both in different parts of their life. For for some reason, they don't know it yet. Because you can tell what somebody has chemistry um, from the outside pretty quickly. And we're, I mean, all of our friends are so genuine that we could see it a mile away, like, what they feel for people. Um, so, yeah, I would think it's acceptable if it's um, a genuine, because I, like I said, a lot of friends, a lot of relationships and successful ones come from we were friends first. Yeah. And I love that. Like, I would like to be friends with somebody before the whole jumping into the whole, like, okay, so are we doing this thing or not? Because, like, I don't know you enough to it's just trust my emotions with you. It's dating culture. Because in this dating culture, everybody wants to just jump, either jump straight to um, let's date and see where this goes to let's just hook up to it's a situationship to I don't know what you're talking about. We were never... We were always just friends type shit, which we weren't. The gaslighting. And so it's like one of those things where it's hard, but ideally, ideally, I would like to have a friendship first and not a pushy one where the guy's like just waiting around and lingering around. Even though at the back of my head, I might know like, oh yeah, I think he wants something more, but he's never pushed me to it. He let me make the decision, let me make that decision on my own. How long does that French fr- friendship last? It's very useful. Yours was two years. It varies. Yeah. I'm yes, not saying is. you should wait around for two years for somebody. It's not about waiting around either. You're just letting that relationship naturally grow. And then if in between one of you, even the man that's like chasing this woman, is like, oh, wait, never mind. I don't think I see myself with her. Yeah. Let's just keep it friends because that's what we've been. Yeah. Um, and it's just easy that way. But again, that's the ideal situation. I don't think... That happens often. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to come by. You can't plan this stuff. You can't. It just happens. And mm-hmm. we roll with it. And we figure out what our next move is. Yeah. I would just say, like, if you find yourself in this scenario, use your better judgment and use your friends as guiding posts because they're always going to have your back. At least you should have and surround yourself with people who have your back. And surround yourself with people who you trust and you admire and inspired inspire to be a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because then you're going to be taking advice from someone who you're like, oh, why, why do you say that? Yeah. Yeah, because like going back to what PJ said, you know, she asked us um, that she wanted to pursue this um, relationship. And we have, had known this person longer than she had because we've spent years with him and so we know the kind of person we all have that friend in the group that's just single and living their life and wants nothing to do with anything and if anybody approaches them and about them they're like oh i mean you can go for it but like you're gonna get your heart broken yeah um and so and that's there's nothing wrong with that as long as like that person isn't just leading everybody on and being a total dick right yeah so and that goes for men and for women because they can't do that 
to people who are in your to friend our group. friends because we wouldn't allow it you know yeah. and it's it sucks to say like we don't care if they do it to somebody we don't know <laughs> yeah but at the same time it's 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 just that we it hurts don't a little that. less it hurts a little less i mean i have friends that are like that and they're just living their life and that's fine but when i always say you can do whatever the fuck you want just don't hurt people while you're yeah. doing it don't be dishonest that's literally my motto what i live by what i tell everybody when they come to me and ask for me ask me for advice like do whatever the fuck you want but if you're hurting somebody at the expense of just you having fun um without being transparent without being transparent then then no i'm not about it and yeah. they're gonna know i'm not about it yeah i agree yeah. great i think that also brings us i think this is a great transitioning point mm-hmm. to kind of like our other topic that we wanted to discuss is about this is more of like a friendship thing we know like we have really strong friendships and i do believe that we can work through anything that ever happens with any of us but what I would say is do you have opinions about your friends relationships and how do your friends you're really bringing this up right now yeah how do your friends was this on I didn't see this on the agenda it was on the agenda (laughs) ma'am we talked about this so how do we how do we navigate that like do you have opinions about your friends relationships do you tell them if you don't if you don't like their boyfriend do you tell them if they ask me okay straight up straight up and and it's not one of those things where it's like nobody's ever actually came to me and been like do you like her or do you like him mm-hmm. yes they have no they've come and said what do you think oh about yes them? yes what do you think? and i'm just like well first of all most of the time i don't i haven't known them enough yet it's like the first impression so i can i can speak on the first impression but when the next few weeks, months, whatever, you come to me and you're, you're telling me your problems and, you know, it's fine. Everybody has problems. But if there's something huge that I see that um, you're not vibing with, but you're letting pass, I'm going to say something about it. And the bigger problem for me, or not the problem for me, but the biggest uh, hard stop for me and my friends, both men and women, when they come to me about the relationship is if it's dimming your light. I don't want any part of it. And I will let you know. Because as your friend, I know who you are. And I know the potential you have. And I know your goals and your dreams and your desires. So if you're coming to me with somebody that is hindering that, I don't want it. I don't want you to be a part of that. because, And I think this hits personal more because I was hindered for a really long time because I was in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And no, I'm not going to blame anybody but myself and... You know, because, yes, I mean, I would ask people, honestly, no, I didn't ask anybody. I didn't, I, 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 you guys know that. I never talked to you guys about my relationship. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't because I didn't want to hear it or anything. It's just because that's just kind of the person I am. Um, but if you're coming to me and you're telling me that this person does this and it's stopping you from doing something that you just love or, you know, you got a job somewhere and they said, no, I won't move or have you a long distance relationship with you, then it's a problem because that's everything you've ever wanted and you shouldn't. And yes, sacrifices are made for relationships. I get it. But my bigger problem will always be if they're hindering you or they're back, like they're stopping you from doing something you truly want to do. Yeah. That's actually good for you. Obviously, they're stopping you from, I don't know, being an alcoholic or a drug addict. Obviously, okay, that's good. But none of us have that issue. And so that's my problem. And that's why I'm going to make it known. Okay. I have a question for 
where we are at our now, like where we are in our lives now. Okay, I understand. Like when we were young in, in our early twenties, it was really hard to ever say how we really felt, and if we did, no one really listened because we're in our early twenties. We make our own mistakes, right, Priscilla? <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. You're so, so kind. So now, anyone who's listening who's in their late twenties, as we are. How would you navigate that situation? Would you say how you feel? So here's, here's my issue and here's my, my fear is that I have seen and I have been in bad relationships where men are trying to control you. And I'm speaking from a female perspective because that's who I am. I'm a, I'm a woman. Um, but, you know, men, toxic men, will, and when you're in a toxic relationship, those people will do everything they can to ostracize you from your friends as a mean of control. So my fear is, if I were to tell my friend how I truly feel, they're going to drop me as their friend. Because yeah. that man is, in a sense, controlling her in a way or pulling the strings. Mm-hmm. And not to knock on her, but my fear that's my fear. And I think I would never want my friend to be alone. Even if I see it happening and I know that guy's toxic, my friend's the one who has to make that decision, not me. Right, but... I'm, and I'm talking off of experience too. I've had friends who are in horrible relationships and I will always support them. Yeah. I won't support their relationship, but yeah. I will support them. And Do if, you make it known? No, I mean, I mean, yes, they know. They come to me and they vent to me and they tell me what's going on and they know it's a horrible one. Yeah. And they know what they're doing. And, and but that, like you said, at the end of the day, like you're going to do what you're going to do. Yeah. And it is a fear. Yes, if... I wouldn't want them to be alone either. So I make it known. I will always be here for you. Like, you can come to me in months, in a year, or whatever. If you want to drop me as a friend, that's cool. But I will literally always be here for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think most of my friends know that. And so they come to me here and there and here if they're, like, in a bad relationship or in a bad situation. And I will never be the I told you so friend. Yeah. I will never say, well, girl, I told you, like, what did you expect? Every mm-hmm. time they come to me with a more fucked up <laughs> situation that they're in before, I'm not going to be like, well, girl, it's the same fucking story every time. No, yeah. Yeah. I will feel for you and I will love you just the same. And I will tell you how I feel um, if you want to hear it. If you just want me to listen to you, then I'm here for it too. I will say from past experience of me venting to Denise, I remember when I got out of my relationship that I was in forever, and I hadn't talked to Denise in so long. And Paul, um, shout out to Paul, he was the one that was like, I think you should really just like hit up Denise and like see how she did it. Because you went through the same thing in, a, in, a, in so many ways. And I was like, you know what? I was so shamed because I didn't know like how to approach it. And I was that friend that was like, I know how she feels about my ex. And I know that, like, I would probably get an I told you so if it was the other shoe on... How does, it, how does that say? The table was flipped. If the table was flipped, the I told you so, friends? I don't... I feel like in my head I would, but I wouldn't say it out loud. Yeah. And I remember having brunch at that place with Denise. That was such a cute place, too, it by the way. It was so Where? cute. Hello, don't get cute. I don't remember. I don't remember either. It was off of Broadway. Somewhere 281. And I don't know. 
We'll figure it out. The baby. conversation we'll was so seamless and it was more in a very supportive manner than anything. Mm-hmm. And I never heard I told you so. So she stands by what she said. Denise. Snaps to Denise, always leading with kindness. Kindness all around. And since then, or... See, you were saying what color was your soul and you said black. I don't think so. Not well, I added the She glitter. said glitter. Black I added glitter. The glitter. Okay. For that purpose. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you gotta, you gotta lead with kindness. I think that's really, like, what it is. No one situation is, is the same. But I... A message to anybody who is in a relationship that's not so great or maybe you just need to vent or whatever... You need to have one person that you can DM share me. the DM us. With. Yeah, <laughs> we can be those people for you. Like I think all of us are really great people, and we've been through it. And like Denise has said, and I think what our motto and theme for this episode is: we do not have the time to be wasting anymore. We're in our late twenties now, people. <laughs> Just think for yourself. Yeah. Just kidding. So, but no, I mean, I think that's as far as. Um, having your opinion on your friends and i mean I, i'm not perfect i've had some friends tell me like i don't come to you because you're just you just hate him or you just Aww. don't like him PJ. and i'm just yeah. like what my friends have told me that oh. i'm judgy yeah <laughs> well and i'm also yes i'm the kind friend but i'm also not the bullshitter i won't yeah. sugarcoat a damn thing for you and if you know that if you know me for the first hour you've met me you know that's who i am if i ever so, want to go for the hard honest no bullshit truth <laughs> that'll hit me in the jugular <laughs> it's denise and pj mm-hmm. right so i'm just like yes i've had that hit and me in the fucking I, jugular it's, it's made me feel off like maybe i should tell it back a little bit and nah, not be as honest but i will never not be as honest as no i love that about you you know and so it's not also like a, you did you get what you get but it's also a you know who I am as a person. We all have different friends. Like, I want somebody to just cuddle me and tell me I'm right, even though I did the most fucked up thing, which I don't really do fucked up things. But if I did something crazy, then I know who to go to. If I want somebody to tell me, like, bitch, you're dumb, um, in the most nicest way possible, then it's, then I know who to to go to. So, all, all in all to say, just just be that friend that people can vent to and listen to come to and come to all right well we also great topic you guys i think it's really emotional to talk about your friends i think one personally friends are better than relationships so they are yeah anyways friends come first always (laughs) but we do want to talk about one of us i think one of us in this room has just an incredibly a very great and incredible story to share that I think we can all take from and learn from which I think not like one person shouldn't be through go through all of these things and Priscilla you want to share your story with us this episode I know we're at like the 40 mark just bear with us guys we are here. Yeah, we're we're just doing this. So what? Okay, talking. so how do I start this? I guess. Okay, and okay, Denise, you have a question. I have a question. Um, I think this story was kind of brought up a, a lot in the fact that I asked, or we were just talking in general. Do you share your location with your significant other? Because I know we share our location <laughs> with all of our friends. I have like ten or twelve people that I can check in on, but 
with your significant other is that a red flag is it not what are your thoughts i just want apple maps right now <laughs> to listen up because i want them to be our sponsor for this reason <laughs> wait okay before you get i'm gonna take the opposite answer here and say you shouldn't be sharing your locations with your significant other I don't know. I just think it's a... You share your locations with like 14 people, but you're yeah, not going to share with the person with you're sleeping with it? Other. Yeah, no. I don't know. I just don't think they should know where I'm at all the time. They could, if they want to know where I'm at, they could ask me. I don't have nothing to hide. Wow. Well, if you have, have nothing to hide, then share it. No, but I don't think they should be like in my business like that all the time. I will say the reason why I would want to share my location with someone, maybe after like three years of being together, I'm willing to share. Okay. First three years... I don't count it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess maybe that's the point. No, if this isn't serious. a dating thing. This is yeah. a serious relationship. It has to be serious, yeah. Um, because I don't think I shared my location with this man, Bob, that I was with for seven years. The one that I was friends with for two years and then together for seven years with. I don't think I shared my location with him until like year four, maybe. Mm-hmm. If what I remember is correctly. Um, but I would say yes, because that's how I found out the man was cheating on me eight months before we were supposed to walk down the altar. <laughs> yeah. That piece of shit. How long were, <laughs> wait, okay, so just. Was it eight months? I feel like we were. No, you were closer because we were literally like a month away from your bachelorette party. Yeah, we were a month away from my bachelor, And we, the venue was booked. The wedding dress was bought. The catering was taken almost there and like everything was in place. And yeah, he cheated on me. And you found out because you oh, wow. were sharing locations. Okay. So I remember this so vividly. Um, I was at work and he texts me randomly, love you at like noon, right? And I was like, that's very unlike him. Okay, fine. Yeah, love you too. And then we were planning our date for that evening because we were supposed to go on a date. And I was like, cool. I think it was sushi. I can't remember. I think it was sushi. And um, later that evening when I went back to our place, I realized he wasn't answering. He, he never usually not answers my phone call. He's usually very, like, he, he's responsive. And I look at the location and I see that he, his location, because we share our locations with each other. And I will say we share our locations because I travel a lot for work. And sometimes I'm just scared that my phone's going to just die out somewhere and I'm just going to be dead in like the middle of freaking East Texas. So that's one of the reasons why we shared. And I saw that he was in the medical center area. So I legit thought he was dead. Nowhere in my mind, which is probably, I don't know, maybe me being naive or whatever, but nowhere in my mind was like, oh, he's cheating on me. Yeah. That was not something that came into my mind, ever. Can I just add that I agree with her because nowhere in my mind of knowing this man for maybe like five years or so um, prior to that, did I, would I ever have thought that he would have cheated on you? Yeah. Um, the or girl. had to kind of audacity to I don't, cheat on me. I never thought he had the like yeah, the audacity. Like yeah. I just thought like this man loved me. Also, let's not forget you he literally proposed to you, had intentions to marry you months away from a wedding. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Nowhere in my mind and then obviously through therapy and stuff I realized where things went wrong. But 
um, in that moment in where I was in my life, I really thought like when the engagement ring went on my finger, I was like, this is it. I leveled up. I'm better than everyone. <laughs> I was like, let's look at me. Um, it's me. It's, it's always going to be me. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought like, okay, I reached it. This is yeah. this is success. You know, that was my success in my mind. I know. <laughs> look at her, her face. <laughs> uh, guys, I'm you are talking this to career women. <laughs> she like, said success in her life was getting that ring. I say, and my eyes just went wide because I could never. But anyways, okay, this is your story. So I ended up going to that location because Apple Maps or whatever is sharing location. Find my iPhone. Find my iPhone. Or find my phone. It'll share, like, it won't share where you are, the person is at, but it'll take you to it. Like, if you map it, it'll take you to it. So I went over there. I called literally, like, everyone I know saying, hey, do you think he's dead? Like, is he in the EMS? I called his parents i called his best friend i called everyone not his best friend i called the best friend that i thought it was his best friend whatever and you called people that you thought would, would be know in emergency yeah, yeah, yeah and no one knew and so then i showed up to this place it was an apartment complex and i saw his car i saw his jacket in the car and i was like oh my god is he like with a friend that I don't know? And I still wasn't thinking he was cheating. I thought he was at my friend AJ's house because I, I didn't know where AJ lived at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, maybe this is where AJ's new crib is or whatever. So I called my friend Paul. I was like, hey, is this where Bob, I mean, is this AJ where lives. AJ lives? Is Bob here? And then Paul was like, no, I don't think so. And so then I was like, oh, man, fuck. Is this happening? Is that the moment? Is that that is the moment? Your the the thought of that him is being the with another woman entered your mind. Yeah, yeah, and that is when I told Paul to call Bob, and when Paul called Bob, he answered, and I called Bob twenty times ahead of that, twenty fucking times, and when Paul called Bob, he answered, and. He was frantically saying, I fucked up, I fucked up, I fucked up, repeatedly to Were Paul. you on the call? No. Way? He just told the story to you? He told the story to me. At that moment, I was like, oh my God, it's happening. And I started going to a fight mode instead of flight. So I went on every <laughs> apartment door and knocked on those doors to see which apartment it was because I didn't know which one it was and I tried to use the map as my guide of like where the green dot was. Yeah, what building he might have been in. It was an apartment complex. It was an apartment complex and I knocked on three doors before I got to the one dreadful one and the three doors was an old man and I was straight up asked everybody the same question. I was like, hey, I think my ex is cheating on me. Is he in here? Are you sleeping with my ex? Did you ask the old man that? Yes, I asked the old man that. And the old man's like, no, honey, I'm sorry. I was like, cool, cool, cool. No, honey, I'm sorry. I'm not sleeping with your boyfriend. Move on to the next one. Next one was an old lady. Same thing. Nothing. I can't believe people actually answered the door. People answered the door. I was fucking out of my mind. What day was this? It was a weekday or a Friday? I think it was a weekday. Yeah, because I took the rest of the week off. Yeah. Mm. And um, then... Next door I knock on, it was the one right in front of the one... The old lady? The, the, old, the next old lady was right in front of the one that he was sleeping with that girl with. And I knock on the old lady, 
And I'll cut it. She doesn't answer. So then I go to the next door, right? And I knock on this one. And then she opens it as I'm knocking on the one where my ex is, where Bob and we'll call her Nancy. I don't know. I just came up with Nancy. And she's like, is everything okay? And then as she said that, Bob opens the door. On the other side. On the other side. It's a different, so it's a different apartment. It's a different apartment. So who's Nancy then? Nancy's the girl he was sleeping with. But she answered the door? Bob opens, Bob opens the door. Okay, so it was you, her apartment complex. So someone else, you were maybe across the hall knocking on the door. Yeah. And Bob must have heard the knocking and opened no, the door? No, I, 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 nobody answered. Oh, okay. So then I went across to the next door and I knocked on that one. Nancy's apartment. Nancy's apartment. And then Bob answered. And as Bob answered, the old lady in back of me opened her door and was like, is everything okay? I was like, I'm okay. My man's just cheating on me right now. I'm okay. She's like, do you want me to call the cops? I was like, ah, nah, I'm okay. So she closes the door and I can, she was very hesitant. Um, she felt like shit was about to go down. She was probably looking through that peephole. Like nobody's business. <laughs> One thousand percent. I would have been looking through that peephole. Yeah, she probably was. I would have. I would have been. I would have not had. And I asked door. Bob. I was like, "What is going on here?" Honestly, that part when the whole Bob and Nancy me confronting them was a blur because I was gaslit so hard because he was telling me that she was just the client that he was working with. And that nothing was going on. And I believed him in that moment. Right. Even though I saw in the background like wine glasses and like a, a, a dim lit room and like like blankets scattered all over the place. Someone was obviously having sex in there. And social cues should have told me that that was happening. Okay, but you're like, you're just, you're, you're seeing red at this moment. You're not seeing all of the social cues. Yeah. You're just seeing red. And in that moment, he walked out. And I was like, let's go. And he walked out. And I told her, looked at her in the face. I said, hey, woman to woman, just be straight up to me. I don't care what's going on, but I'm about to marry this man. Like, please tell me if he's cheating on me. Because that's all I want to know. Because then obviously I would leave. Yeah. And she said no. She said no. Okay, she. woman to woman. And this if is I say time. woman a woman, you should have told me. That's the unspoken rule. You fucking are honest. <clears throat> if not, that makes you worse than them. Not really. The men is always at fault. But if you get confronted by this shit, you need to be, you need to own up to your shit. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. And that woman was also in a relationship. Oh, that's right. So they were no. just like a pair of cheaters She was just then. used to They were a pair of cheaters. So then when they left... When, when, no, no. when I left, I walked out. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm sorry. I apologized to her. You really thought that she was a client and she had, yeah. he was a car salesman. Yeah. And then as I'm walking out, he, he went back to the apartment and told her sorry. <gasps> Are you kidding me? And in that moment, that's when I was like, oh, man, something deep is going on here. They have an emotional connection. There's more than just a hookup. Yeah. And... You know, at that moment, I screamed in his face in that parking lot. I told him, and then I told him, what the hell is wrong with you? What is going on? He just kept telling me, I fucked up, I fucked up, I fucked up. That's all he kept telling me. And then I got in my car. I called my best friend, Leslie. She, and I was just with her earlier. We were having margaritas. So if I'm all over the place, it's because I've been drinking margaritas. She was like, 
I remember your voice on that phone call in the moment that you just said Law, which is her her name, her nickname to me. She said she automatically knew that I was cheated on. Yeah, or something happened. That something dreadfully happened. Yeah. Yeah. And then if it wasn't her saying, like, grab your things from where you were and leave to her house, I probably would have stayed with that man. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, thank God for her. Because she was the one like, you're going to grab your things and you're going to leave. Because when, when I went back to the place where we lived, which is with his parents at the time, his parents tried to, like, get me to stay and tried to, like, get me to keep going with the marriage. Yeah. I felt like no one was on my side at that point. Mm-hmm. And everyone was on his side. And at that moment, I was like, I can't deal with any of this. And the next day, um, we had a talk. And then he finally opened up that he has been sleeping with this woman. And that it was just, like, a one-time thing. And he's not going to, like, ever go back to her or whatever. And I was like, I need time to think about this. I didn't break it off. I just said I need time to think about this. And I went to Chicago. Well, I did break it off. But I just said, like, if I'm going to go on with this marriage, I need some time. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to Chicago to go visit Priscilla. Shout out. <laughs> when she was living in Chicago at the time, I took a week off of work. And in that week, I figured out that I didn't want to be with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I got back, I entertained it a little bit by texting him here and there. But the moment that I found out that he was still talking to that girl and like still like showing her off to his friends... To the same friends that we have, to the same friends that are, that are my friends today, like, I knew that, yeah, I can't never talk to this man ever again. Yeah. You knew that he ain't shit. Yeah. Basically. So then at that moment, it was <laughs> the worst timing ever because it was right before the pandemic. It was March 2020 when this yeah. happened. And I have never felt more depressed in my life in, than in that moment because I didn't really have that going out stage of like doing whatever i wanted and getting plastered and not thinking about shit how long did you all date for seven years seven years got it the seven year mark is when people say like things get bad it's the three and the seven is what i hear yeah it's either you make it or break it yeah interesting yeah so looking back now and this is you know i we were always friends um but we became closer a, a lot after that and also because like after I broke it off with my ex I kind of isolated myself from the group only because in my head I was like oh that's that's his friends like yeah it's fine so looking back now what do you think your biggest challenge was as far as mentally like the acceptance part the did you the guilt part because there's not you had no guilt but I know you felt it yeah so what, what do you the, think was the worst the worst part was feeling that I was never going to be enough mm-hmm. for someone. Yeah. Um, the worst part was feeling so insecure and mm-hmm. the confidence of myself was at the, like, in hell. Mm-hmm. Like, I never felt so ugly in my life. And the acceptance was, obviously, I recommend therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I really learned a lot about myself and kind of what I wanted in a relationship. And I learned that that relationship, I wasn't getting what I really wanted. Um, I wasn't getting that emotional connection that I wanted. And it was very surface level with me and him, with me and Bob. Like it was very, 
when we were with group friends, like we were the life of the party together. And I always felt that we weren't going to be anything other than that. And when I look back, I don't think we could have built a marriage off of what we had. So he really did me a favor with cheating on me because I would have married and had kids with this man and ended up in a, in a divorce because yeah. of how down right and right or die motherfucker I am. But you are very right or die. <laughs> and that's why I personally would talk to you on the side and yeah. be like, Hey, little whisper in your ear type yeah. shit. Like, no, you know, and it was, and then, I mean, like I said, I would never, I never told you that this man is a bad person because at the time I didn't know anything about him being a bad person, but you know me, I pick up on shit. Yeah. I feel things. And just certain conversations that you and I had back then that I still remember, they were kind of like little red flags for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see that too, PJ? Honestly, it was just, I feel deceived. I felt deceived by this Girl, man. same. Like, me as a friend who was just like outside looking in, like you guys were, like you said, the life of the party. A you lot of people would always, called us, like, mom and dad. Yeah, like, right. you all would throw... They hosted Thanksgiving. Everything. They mm-hmm. hosted Christmas. You all hosted the gatherings. You put together, you know, Galentine's Day. I'll never remember, I'll never forget the Galentine's Day that... That was so fun. He showed up and gave all of us flowers. I think yes. this guy was, like... He had to have been, like, a narcissist or something because, like, it was so deceiving on the yes. outside looking in, like... Yes. It's just you never know what's happening on the inside, and I think yeah, we've only gotten closer since that happened, right? And now I know how I can tell if you're happy or not. But back then, I like you know. You well, were, you met her when she was in this relationship, so that's yeah. all you knew her as. Yeah. yeah, you know the only reason I knew you, I did meet you as well when you were in this relationship because of the friend group that we were in that I got brought into. But the only reason I kind of saw something different it's just because you would talk to me so passionately about your job and your career and what you want in life and this and that and when you told me about a certain job that you were given but denied um, because he would he wasn't willing to do a long distance relationship I think for me that was just left a bad taste in my mouth and from then on um, for me I was just like no because I saw it in your eyes. When I, like I see when people shit when things uh, light a fire in people, and I love that shit. I love talking to people about the things that they're so passionate about because you could just tell, you could just see yeah. it. And and you told me all about this, but at the end you said, but I said no because Bob said he would not do it long distance an hour. And I think away. in the end I really did figure out that I want someone who has ambition. I want someone who knows what he wants in his career, individual self. And in that relationship, I don't think he had that. Um, So it was a lot of like, what is that? Codependence. Right. So do you think this was a blessing in this guy? Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) He hits me up, but I don't text back. You know what I mean? I mean, they always do. They I mean, always do. Come on, look at her. Look at you. I mean, you're I'm thriving. I've never felt more like confident in myself than I was in that relationship. I've never felt more in tune with myself than I was in that re- that relationship. I feel like I know who I am and I know what I want. And even though I have my little like offshoot 
unhinged relationship whatever <laughs> yeah, I do. It's fine. but i will never get into a long distance relationship like that and lose myself yeah I you can. will never be into a, in a relationship and lose yourself ever again even ever. the dating phase even the, ever, even ever. And that, that like transpires to your friendships to everything to your yeah. work to your yeah. career you will never lose yourself you're gonna stay true to yourself yeah and i think that's a fucking a if win, you guys man, have ideas of what to do with my wedding dress because i still have it like i think i should do like a burn shoot or something like or just burn it we should all get wedding dress and recreate that picture from, um, friends. from, friends. from friends have beers and stuff <laughs> I and still order, have my wedding. order pizza nobody saw me in that wedding dress and it was beautiful yeah okay i'm just gonna be the one on the out and say you don't want anything to do with it because it only reminds you of what yeah, you shouldn't have been. I don't know what to just do with it. Just get rid of it. Just get rid it's of it. It's just so beautiful. Give it to I the know. goodwill. You gotta oh let it go. Goodness. Okay, well, let's sell it, babe. Sell it because maybe I've tried it'll be- to sell she, it. She has it on like Etsy. Or I have somewhere. it on Etsy and I have offer up. I have it on whatever that other one was. There's Facebook another one. Um, okay, well, if nobody and if you can't sell it, nobody then wants just, it. Nobody wants a. A relationship failed wedding dress. Did you tell them that? Well, that's why you got to give. Why it to would the you tell them that? Yeah, why else? It'll be anonymous. Why else would anybody sell their wedding dress? People sell their wedding dress after their wedding. Yeah, yeah. You can't like cut it and turn it into like a club dress. I might. I Dude, have a corset that Talis, is so beautiful. My friend Talis does all that, like stuff. She's gonna There's turn my tiara Here, into a shirt. The on. veil. I bought it all. Hold on. I know. I know. Here's what we're gonna do. When we go to Austin in a couple weeks, let's do a fake bachelorette for her. <laughs> Can we? Let's have the, do it. Let's have the bachelorette party that was canceled. I have the veil. I have the tiara. I have the petticoat. I have everything. Yeah. Okay, that I can get behind. Not the only dress. Because, don't wear the dress, but the veil. The that I can get behind only because you're thriving. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's the I will only say that I, I was very it. petty in, in moments. I try not to be so petty, but I was a little petty in moments when um, it all happened because uh, the uh, venue and the photographer and everyone wasn't going to refund our money. We have already spent like almost 10 grand um, with this wedding. And (sighs) I remember telling them like they thought it was COVID of why we were canceling. And I messaged back and I said, no, he cheated on me. That's why we're canceling. (laughs) What and they, they can't say? do insurance fraud with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I love that. That was so, the only petty thing I really did. I just want to say I'm so proud of you. I've seen it all. I've seen the relationship side, which wasn't a bad one. I mean, you've always been a great person. I've seen, you know, the part where you were doubting yourself. And then now you just, I just see you thriving. And I fucking love that for people. My best, like, I just love seeing people thrive. Yeah. Even though it sucks that we have to go through it to become this person um that we are today because i would rather not go through it i'm tired of going through it but yeah no i think you've done great for yourself you're gonna continue to do amazing things you really have done such an amazing job just building your life and building who you are after everything happened was it hard oh yes (laughs) would you do it again no But you're doing amazing. If anybody is going through a situation where they feel like they can't get out of that depressive state of feeling insecure, of feeling unworthy, of feeling, you know, I felt like I was thrown out like garbage. I think I remember our last conversation was over the phone and he literally said, I've moved on. So so should you. And he said, "Um, 
I'm happy you need to be. That was literally one week after he cheated on me and after being seven years together when he said that to me. And I was working at the time uh, from home. And I just remember like calling in the rest of the day and I was like, I can't do this. Like he's literally making me feel like the worst piece of human on the planet. Yeah. So if you're ever feel like that i do recommend reaching out to your friends i do recommend facetiming if you don't have anyone that live in the area facetiming your parents facetiming your sister anyone that will listen because you guys really got me through it Mm -hmm. like my friends my family my sister who i live with now like i had to pack everything up and move in with my brother at the time and he got me through it like there's just so many little things that really helped me yeah, I love that. And if you can afford therapy, please do it. I know it is a lot. It's expensive, but there are some like affordable options. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm so glad that you made it through. I definitely think that you are a better person for it. And can I just say, I mean, we know that he's tried to hit you up. Yeah. And he has multiple you know, times. Can I just he say that the girl that he cheated on me with he ended up making her his girlfriend so okay but that's only because misery loves company yeah so i went through the pandemic alone no No, you you didn't you weren't alone oh yeah but like (laughs) ma'am yeah okay you're right (laughs) you you don't have to be in love you don't have to have a love life to love life yeah 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 Yeah. beautiful so that's my that's my with the bangers that's my trauma story. No, just kidding. Are we trauma bonding right now? <laughs> if you're trauma bonding, I love you. Yes. But yeah, but I'm, a, I'm good. I'm, I feel great. Hang in there, P. <laughs> she, she's not just hanging in there. She's swinging. She's swinging. She's thriving. It's great. Yeah, it is awesome. Okay, guys. So we have a... Somebody reached out to us. One of our listeners, one of you beautiful people, yes. sent us an anonymous um, question. So... PJ, what does it say? What does it say? Okay, everybody, I'm going to read this. Okay. We're um, from one unhinged behavior to the next. We're going to read it and then maybe talk about... Talk about a little bit, yeah. Yeah. One time I went over to my Sneaky Link's house and he asked me to be his girlfriend. Me at the time only wanted friends with benefits, so I said no. Now I'm really regretting it. Should I confess my feelings for him girl, girl boy whoever you are what a doozy babe thanks for reaching out what a doozy you guys who wants to start you start i'll start okay. p go ahead someone start me okay um time frame matters in this situation if it's six months or less six months or more don't do it right mm-hmm. i say don't do it look um and also like has there been any flirtatious things going on since then have y'all hooked up there's a lot of things i need i need i have so many questions okay. but my gut instinct will say don't do it no <laughs> no, no i have the complete opposite because i'm scared Girl, of the world if you want it you gotta go for it you gotta go for the things you want and whatever happened in the past, you were a different person then. You wanted different things, and that's okay because we're human, and that happens. Yep. So I, I think it's just mainly the way you go about it. Just you know, respect him as a or I don't I don't know. It's anonymous message, so this could be a guy or this could be a girl, but respect them as people. And you know, they might be in a different spot now, and that's totally okay. But you just have to know that 
you went for it and in the future if it went your way or if it didn't went your way it didn't go your way at least you could know that you tried what do you think Mm, what do i think that's a lot of question i have a lot of thoughts um girl tell him i mean honestly only the only reason i say this is because i hate the what ifs yeah that always gets me like the what if the what if what if i did that what if i did this what if i and and um Silla, you have a good point as far as time frame does matter if this is like a year ago babe then and you guys haven't talked then probably not what if it's a year ago and can, they're still in the same like friend group? But if you're still sneaky links or you're not sneaky links because you know that got cut off after the feelings got involved or whatever, um, honestly, if there's a situation to where you can talk to them about it, then just do it. Yeah, I mean, what Being you're open clearly helps. this is weighing really heavy on you, um, and I hate the the weight of things on my mind and I don't act on them, and I'm very hypocritical for saying this because I don't act on much. I don't act on my feelings very what very much because i just don't i rather suck it up but i just feel like you should i'm trying to be a better person um and i feel like you should because maybe at the time you did you didn't know that you had feelings or you did have feelings you just got spooked because he probably said it like after you guys hooked up or you guys are just hanging out um and you were like wait 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 like i need i've never actually thought about this and then then you think about it and you're like Okay, I do have feelings for him. Um, so I would say go for it. Go for it. And also, if it doesn't work out in your favor, if he's or they're like, you know, that was that was back then, like I'm not interested anymore, um, then it's fine. It's fine. Like, don't take that as a rejection or something's wrong with you or you missed your chance. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if they really do have feelings for you and they want you to be their girlfriend, um, and now you want to be their girlfriend, um, then then ask them. Tell yeah. them. The only reason I said no was because obviously of my own rejection issues that I just mentioned <laughs> <laughs> that I'm obviously working on. Don't project. But on also people. because I'm I'm scared of that. You know, you can't live in the what ifs. You the what ifs will kill you. Also, does this person have to address what happened however long it ago? Why can't you just they why can't they just slide in the DMs? If it's two years, girl, no. Just start with a little heart eye emoji. Start just with t- a just straight up. If you had a invite them out for drinks. If you had a sneaky link and there was it was a good one, it clearly it was if you guys, you know, he wanted you to be his girlfriend. Um, if that's happened, then you have that like relationship, I would say, that you can just hit them up and be like, Hey, what's up? okay yeah. what's yeah. going on i mean at least i would i would hope you know? yeah be straight up. and so just be straight up you don't have to play games you don't have to like slide in their dms with harder emojis or reply to the story type shit i hate that not her putting her glasses on um but um no you definitely should just just say hey what's up me i'm the yeah. one that put my sunglasses on because if i can't see it it doesn't happen <laughs> i think just do it go for it yeah, go for it. I go for it. Know. You can't let, live in the Please what let us know how it goes. Please let us know how, how it goes. How does she go for it? Tell me. I want to okay. know. I As my own personally, person. Maybe I asked that question. I don't know. May, bitch, no, you didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe that was my anonymous question. No, I'm just kidding. The way I would go about it if I was in your shoes is I would just shoot them a text. Um, 
and you know have a sorry conversation how are you what's going on um and honestly the only way i would bring it up is you know i I, like you said you've been thinking about what he told you whatever exact words he told you um and say you know i'm sorry that at the time or not even say sorry just say at the time i wasn't i was kind of taken aback or maybe i wasn't in that headspace um but after careful deliberation or just you, yeah. you've been in my head for a minute and i don't think it's just because just because it's for mm-hmm. a reason so i just want to tell you like i do have feelings for you whether you want to do it through a text or a phone call or in person but just be straight up there's no games there's no if he doesn't text me back i'm not gonna do it if he did no girl or man or babe just in general just do it mm-hmm. just do it yeah you gotta go for it I don't think this happens in a text message, though. This is not a text conversation. If you have you, more you have questions for us, if you want to hear about Dee's story, PJ's story, or questions of how I am alive after everything, then text us. Yeah, text us. DM we'll us. put in the anonymous messaging if you prefer anonymous mes- messaging. We can do it. Ask me anything. Yeah, yeah DM ASMA. us um, on our Instagram or just if you have our personal numbers, let us know what you would like to hear. Um, but I think we are going to do more segments um, of our personal lives just because this is unhinged behavior, girl. We're putting everything on the table. No one's mm-hmm. safe. Nobody, not even me. Not even me. No um, one. And I protect my shit at all. Yeah. If there's anyone that protects their shit more, it's D and I'm They're going to come for me. They're going to yeah. come for me. I'm mm-hmm. so scared. I'm I so scared for you guys to interview me. I'm, yeah. just, I'm terrified. I'm ready. Yeah. I, I will wait. walk out. You're going to hear a door slam in my own house. I will leave my own house. <laughs> That's great content. Let's happen. Yeah. Let's make it happen. <laughs> all right, Beautiful. guys. Yes, ladies. I hope that question answers help. And if it didn't, yeah, let us know. I hope it helped. Let us know if you have more specific questions before it going for it or not going yeah, for it. Yeah, we're here to help. Please let mm-hmm. us know. It's going to be fine. Whatever happens, it happens. It's yes. meant to be. And we'll be here to, to help you out. So Thank you for staying along yeah. this long journey. I know it's like an hour and whatever, but it's gonna it's it's worth the wait it's worth it ladies episode three we did it is it congratulations okay don't forget to rate us five stars wherever you're listening please don't forget to follow us on instagram and um let's take a shot let's take a sake shot shot with us wait what are we gonna do um episode three we're gonna do oh 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 shout out